It's good, you already know what it is. Episode 9 of the Get Righteous Podcast. We locked in tonight. Let's get it. Y'all know what time it is. Let's get it, let's get it. We're gonna get Zito in. There we go. We got Zito in. Zito live dead. Yes, sir. You already know. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. Let me get everything I need so I'm one tooled up and ready to know. Talk to the people. I'll let them know. You know, I'll let them know. It's still so high. It's about to go down. Oh, yes. Tonight, let's go. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? Lord have mercy. It's been a week. How y'all doing? y'all, Jazzy? What's up, though? It is. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. Right. Heart. 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 All the heart. All the heart. <laughs> Lord, man. How y'all feeling now? How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? So, there he is. So what's goody? What's good, fam? What's the word? What's the word? What's the word? What it look like? You know, man, it's going down. Maybe it's going down. You know what I'm saying? We we got a good one for them this week. They've been asking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely going to take off. Definitely going to put this, uh, put something special um, together for y'all guys, man. You know, got our peoples going to jump on with us. Yes, sir. Back up top, uh, definitely. You know, come um, drop some real, some real truth, some real talk to y'all. Y'all know how we do. Them's is gonna be flying tonight. Right. And just write this shit down. This is special, and this is what's needed, especially in our community. So this definitely is an episode that y'all gonna want to hold on to something and basically. <laughs> Come on back. Revisit shit over and over and over and over again. You're looking for Mystery Birdie, Sundays. What Mystery Sundays, you already know. Don't start it. Must be Sunday. Must be Sunday. Them you things, already, right? You already know, man. To the family locking in with us, you already know. Peace. Always. Hold on, make sure I'm, I'm trying to wave at y'all. But I don't want to click nothing. I don't do nothing wrong. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Me Sundays, you know, you know the family out in the back, sister and them down there breathing, they in the back doing their cookout thing, but you know how we was locked in. It's go time. So they already know what it is. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the pleasantries out the way. And as everybody already knows, this is the Get Righteous Podcast episode. Now we almost there. We almost at 10. Oh, yeah, right. we almost at 10. It's going down. When they get to 10. We're going to open it up. We're going to hit that. We're going to pop that clutch. Hit that next gear on them. When they get the team. Mm. Yeah, boy. But, yeah. 
Crisis Podcast, Episode 9, brought to you by, of course, the Blazing Nat 420 Medicals, LC and BC Marketing, LLC, for all customs. Any type of attire, fitting, sneakers, whatever the hell you want customized. Up, hop. You know it, you know it, you know it. All your marketing, branding, logos, flyers, advertisement, promotions, street team shit. Social media management, website construction. Holla at me. You already know what time it is. Yes, yes. Uh, been a productive week. Been a crazy week. I don't know. I think Mercury is retrograde or something because everybody is off their noodle a little bit. Yeah, a lot of people lose. They done lost their noodle shots, but that's all right because I'm going to pump them shit right back in for them. I ain't playing. <laughs> So if you're playing with me, I'm not playing with you. So we, you know I mean, we ain't even playing. I told you, I done got, I done got, I done got that call this morning. You know what I mean, it's go time. We ain't even, we ain't even gonna talk about it. That's just, just, just know that it is what it is. It's go time. So if you were hearing me, you were hearing me. Spice level. Right the spice level has been real high. <laughs> yeah, that's how they People been a little, a little heavy-handed with the spice cabinet. But yeah, man, um, productive, you know, clients taking care of websites, built flyers being done. I, I can't complain about anything where I want. Not, uh, I think the best part of the business right now is media management, helping people grow and carve out their digital footprints and all that good stuff, and watching brands. Bigger and bigger, see them get opportunities. That just let me know on my goddamn. Yeah. Right. Facts. Facts. That's what it is for me. What it is for you. Definitely, man. You know, man. Things is um, like I said, uh, things is is where they need to be at. Um, it's been a lot of planning. Um, uh, you know, a lot of behind the scene work. Um. Mm-hmm. Like I said, been been on some uh, some some important uh, messages and important phone calls within the last few days, and uh, man, now now really now really keep an eye out because it's it's, um, it's storm time. Yeah, man. <laughs> it ain't about the announcements, making announcements, Thanks. everything like that. When, we, when we're done. When the shit is done, teeth crossed, eyes dotted, that's when you'll hear something. Facts. You already know. So, like I said, be ready. Like, y'all listen up on my hurricane warnings. Be ready. Because we got a couple of warnings coming. We got a couple of warning signs coming soon. So, yeah, real soon. <laughs> that's what it is. I love it. It's 8-12. I promise our guests that we have a nice, a nice uh, time slot. Uh, so without further ado, um, I'm bringing on my actual, my actual, my actual coach, uh, obviously for well over 10 years, always been a solid dude, 1000% introduced me to the finance industry, literally walked me through it, peaks and valleys, highest of highs, low lows, but the one thing we always did was stay solid with one another. They labeled us the rebels a long time ago, and we showed our ass and turned the whole entire thing <laughs> upside down with the finance team. Um, but yeah, man, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm super duper proud to have my brother Keon to join us tonight, aka Finance. Um, so go ahead and send the request, brother. It's, it's, it's go time. 
Talk to the peoples. Hey, what up, though? Nice to see you. Thanks, peace, queen. I don't know if you heard me. Definitely. You already know for the family that always lock in the always. Y'all know what the love is. There you peace, go. Peace, peace, peace. Uh, hey, what's yeah. up, guys? What's good, my what's man? Good, How you doing? <laughs> yes, sir. How you guys doing, man? Man, you know, man, look, uh, you know, getting right, living through it. You know what I mean? Getting through it. You know what I'm saying? Living and getting through it. Uh, you know, keeping positive, keeping a smile on our face, you know, uh, trying to keep the people right as, and, uh, as, and as sane as possible as we can. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, other than that, man, it's, um, you know, just great to still, you know, be here daily, be able to kick it, be able to get the people right. You know what I'm saying? Be able to get us right. It's good to see you. You know, I, uh, you know, I um, follow you. You know, I keep uh, track of what's going on, what my brothers is going, you know what I'm saying? So when he told me, you know what I mean? Like, yo, I got a fan, you're going to come on. I said, you already know. It's no, <laughs> no question about it. Set it up. Let's get it going. Let's get it right. Let's get our people right. Right. Drop it, drop it on them. Uh, we're gonna let you introduce yourself. So you know what I'm saying, and uh, you know, let them, you know, let them know what you're about. You know what I mean? You from up top, where we from? You know what I mean? So I already know the love. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's get it in. Let's Man, in. listen, we go, we go so far back. It's it's a whole nother level of history, and I mean. We started from music, from music to corporate, from mm -hmm. corporate to brand building. Uh -huh. Now we're going to work on getting some grand building, right? Yes. Yes, exactly. It's a whole other level of showing you guys that you don't have to put yourself in a box and stay where people think you should be. Because sometimes where we started is not where we are. But just to introduce myself for those that don't know who I am, my name is most of y'all guys know me as Mr. Finance. I'm one of the best in the business. You just don't know yet. But the thing I want to tell you that, you know, I love what I do, you know, and I love music. You know, I started with music, but I fell in love with finance because the reason why I fell in love with finance, a lot of people don't know, is that my mom came here. We came from Jamaica, right? And we didn't have much. Nobody broke down this whole financial game in America, and I realized that it's not just us. The Americans didn't get it either. So, but for us as immigrants, not getting the information, you know, my mom still did well for herself. My mom worked. Many guys, if you don't know my mom, my mom worked. She never drive. She walked to work. She take the bus, saved up her money. She stacked up some bread, bought her first house, flipped it, bought a couple more houses in Connecticut, flipped that, and guess what? Lost it all when the stock market crashed in 2008, 2009. You understand? So when I saw that affect my family, a lot of people don't know that we, we lost, we even had a house in Boone and lost that due to the market, right? And then why that happened? Because my mom didn't understand a simple thing in, in, in the real estate game called short sale, right? Where you sell your, your, the house, you walk away with just what you probably put in, but you walk away even. But instead, she was trying to pay on those loans when they were calling them in. Thanks. Up to drive. So that financial literacy set my family back a whole generation. So I fell in love with finance. And I'm passionate about teaching people the game because a lot of us is being played. And we're not learning this. You know, I've been talking to people a long time ago about understanding finance. You know, now that I'm a daddy, you know, I'm a father. I'm a father. I'm engaged. You know, this campaign and this movement have brought me a beautiful woman. 
You know, so your boy down relocated. I'm down in Florida now. You see, I got the wine shirt. Yeah, yeah. Looking real zigzaggy. Looking real zigzaggy. I'm just down there. I'll be back soon. I'll be back soon. I'm over there my Will Smith shit. Get jiggy with it. That's how it was down there. Just good. I'll be back down there soon. Yo, I'm telling you. Yo, this money game, though, I realized that we could learn so much about finance, and it's simple. And this is what I want to let people know that this money thing, don't don't get caught up in the crypto world, the real estate world. Don't get caught up in the stocks and trade world. Don't get caught up in the um what do they call that? Uh, Robin Hood world or the whatever, man. Finance is simple, man. Finance is two things. It's about taxes and it's about risk. If you understand taxes and you understand risk. You understand how money works. Don't let nobody fool you. You understand? That thing, yo, the thing in your pocket called money is not even money. It's not even money. It's called currency. It's currency. It haven't been money since 1970-something when they took us off the gold standards. Right, exactly. You understand? And ever since that, they've been printing more of it over and over and over again. Right causing our country called inflation and because of this hyperinflation due to the overprinting of money now the money that you have in your own pocket that you're saving don't even have the real value which is called buying power to keep up with your cost of living so we out here missing our game because you don't understand even inflation and the fact that the country keep printing more money is the reason why our countries even them stimulus packages are sent out don't get me wrong don't get me wrong it's good to get a little money from Uncle Sam. But on the back that end, money is going to hurt our grandkids. Yep, on the back end, this is going to hurt that, I think. Look at our country's national debt. Do you understand that debt is the new business? Literally. Thanks. Debt is the new business. It's not having real value. It's debt. Whoever owns debt owns you. Whoever you owe owns you. You understand? It's a new slavery. Yep, yep. If we don't catch the game, so what I want to come on today, right? And I want to share with people. You know, guys, I just launched my coaching program too, right? And it's bshotlegacy.com, right? And you guys know I always go for my flyers and paper and artwork from John. So John's always been there, you know what I mean? So I always make sure it's in-house for me. I don't go outside the family. I'm in-house because my family stay within my black community. You understand? No offense to anybody. But right. I understand, you understand? Because yeah. the thing about is that we have learned that within, when I learned about the Black Wall Street, and the reason why they were so successful is because they learned how to keep the dollar rotating yeah. in the Black community at least 10 to 20 times. Because in every other race, that's what they do. Within yeah. the race, their money rotates at least 20 times before it leaves. In the Asian, it's about 15. Within the Middle Eastern, it's about 15 to 20 as well. With a black community, it's about 24 hours. Yeah. Maybe less than that. Shit. Right? Because, right, we're the owner of nothing. Right? We're just the consumer. We are buying power of 1.2 million. But I'm not even going to come and preach so much. I just want to give y'all something that what you need to know. Right. The thing that you need to know is that there's four things you got to understand when it comes to planning for your future, right? You got to know your FIN number mm -hmm. and your FIN number. Right? And I wrote this down too. I'm gonna break it down to you. Look, I, I pretty it came in ready for us, right? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna give it to them real because I want you guys to get this, man. 
And just so you know, if you go to B Shana's Legacy, right? B Shana's Legacy.com. That is B S H Y N A Z Legacy.com. You will see my program. I will launch a coaching program and it's mad affordable. The same amount of money you spend on Jordans, the same amount of money that you spend on on on, on whatever your Brazilian here for ladies out there, whatever. It's the same amount of money you could learn how to build a whole lot of wealth with. Right. And I make it very affordable. It's an hour. The game is an hour, man. It don't cost you a lot to learn about. But here's the four things you got to learn. FIN number. What is your FIN number? Write this down. F-I-N. F-I-N number. FIN number. Your FIN number is something that you need to know before you start working. Before you start making any form of money, it's called your final income number. It's the number that you need to learn for your retirement. Now, the way you figure out this number, you got to write down three things. Three things you got to write down. You got to write down now, later, and the end, right? Now, once you know the now, the now is your current age. Did you know that the current, that the average age someone starts saving for retirement is the age of 30 years old? And you're too late. Yep. You're late. If you're saving for retirement in your 30s, you're late. You have a whole lot of catching up to do, and a JLB is not going to get you on track. I'm sorry. You got to get a 10 time. Some form of business, some form of consulting, something. Whatever you're good at, make a business out of it. Facts. Teach people. Right. right? So another thing you got to know is the later. The later represents your retirement years. Right? So when you write down that later, what age you want to retire? The average person retires 65 years old. Yep. And then the third thing is the end. You got to know when you're going to die on the average. The average person lives to 85 years old. So from 65 to 85, that's about 20 years you have to live in your retirement years. Right? So now what you got to do with these three numbers you know? Well, they also said that the average person needs about $5,000 a month in 65 to retire comfortably. 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 If you're lucky, it depends on the state. Because if you're in New Jersey and New York, $5,000 a month ain't comfortable. You're barely getting by. You feel me? So, we're going to need to back that number up a little bit. Right? They may have to double up a little bit in New York. But Florida, Texas, Pennsylvania, yeah, you can get by with that. Right? And the reason why I said those states is because those states don't have no federal tax. But I get into that's a whole other topic. But the thing about it is that if you're $5,000 a month, that's $60,000 a year that you need. And if you're going to be retiring at 65 like the average people do, and then from 65 to 85, that's 20 years, you need 60000 So that means by 65, you need to have saved up $1.2 million. $1.2 million you need to have saved up by 65. How are you going to do that? Well, where you are now. For retirement at 30 years old, and now at 30 years old, you got to put away over $2,800 a month. Facts. Over $2,800 a month that you got to save in order to reach this goal of $1.8 million. So, how many average people working at 95 taking care of their family? It was set up for you to fail, for you to believe that a job was the only way to make it. You were set up. And by the time you catch this, you're 50 years old, 60 years old. And because you didn't catch it early, you're late. So what you do, you, come, you, you, you do what's called, you get, con, you get content. Well, right? Exactly. Ready to settle in. You're settling. That's you're settling. And that's not what life is about. Life is not about settling. It's about abundance. Right? 
you know, one of the things I also look at, right, once you know your FIN number, guys, you got to know your number. What is your number? How much do you want coming in a month? I know when people, when I ask this question to my clients, right, and they love to be very conservative, they're like, well, you know, I want like $5,000 a month. I was like, why? Why not ten? Why not twenty? Why not forty thousand dollars a month? Do you think that number is unrealistic? Unattainable. Yeah. Right. So people shoot low because it sounds realistic or it sounds good to their friends. I tell people all the time, I'm gonna be a billionaire before I'm fifty. Remember this guy. I'm gonna be a billionaire. You guys are gonna know a black billionaire called Keon Corners, aka Mr. Finance. I am a billionaire. You hear me? Mm-hmm. And it's obtainable for all of us. Right. Being a billionaire is the new millionaire. Being a millionaire is the new middle class. Being a trillionaire is the new billionaire. Let's go. You understand? That's the new wave because inflation is changing the brackets. Yep. Right? So we can't be stuck on being real. We got to be stuck on having a big dream. Right? So once you know your FIN number, the next thing you got to do, you got to put together your budgeting. Right? Because you can't read something if you don't have a budget. Let me tell you something. The biggest problem that we have, not just in the black community, not just in the Latino, not just in the... Even rich white folks have this problem. Budgeting. Nobody know how to budget. You know what they teach us? They've been teaching us how to track our spending. And tracking spending ain't budgeting. Let me say that again. I'm going to say that again. Tracking your spending ain't budgeting. Right. Because you're still spending. Right. You can't. Literally, you can't facts. Facts. No, that's facts. That's one hundred. Right, right. That's that's one hundred. Right. Right. <laughs> so the thing about it is that if we put ourselves in a game and learn, guys, I wish. Let me tell you something. I wish, I wish I figured out this formula because I would have copyrighted it and I would have made a whole lot of money on that. Right. But I didn't copyright it. I, I discovered it and I started teaching it more. Nobody's teaching you. Now, guys, have you ever heard of a formula called the 50, 20, 30 budgeting formula? You guys ever heard of this before? You know I have. You, if, exactly, John, you better know it. Right? <laughs> Dude, I would have been upset that you didn't know it. Right? But the thing about it is this, right? When it comes to budgeting, guys, it's literally learning these three numbers. Yo, what I'm giving you guys tonight, you guys better thank me, guys, because it's $500 just for one hour to learn this from me. You hear me? So y'all better be taking good notes. I told them they had their pads out. I told them they better have been all week. I said, come Hold on. Yeah. You want to learn this from me? It's $500 just for an hour. And if I go two hours, that's $1,000. All right? So that's why a lot of people can't afford me lately. I've, ever since I dropped that, I'm not playing with you guys. I stopped giving away for right. free. Gotcha. I gave it away for free for five years, and I stopped. Yeah, and and, and 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 that's great. That's great and grateful. When people should be, you know what I mean, uh, appreciative of that. Like you know what I'm saying. And and, and most people don't see that, or or right. they take that, or, or or grab that. Like you know what I'm saying. And then and then they think when it is time for you to to get what you earn and and you know the um. Uh, to, to get that income off of what you, you know, study to put that work in for, and then, you know, they, they think you change. It's, it's no changing. This, this is life. This is your life. Right. This is what you do. This yeah. is how you take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? And this is right. how you get other people right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what y'all got to understand, too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even when it comes to me, when I'm dropping this knowledge, I don't got to drop this shit. I spend, the, I spend bread and money on getting these books and researching it for myself. Mm. Like, I don't got to tell y'all this shit. You know what I'm saying? But right. I and I'll drop it, even for the ones that still go, oh, this, he crazy, y'all. 
oh, I ain't fucking with this and the third. That's cool, but you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, y'all y'all gonna see y'all gonna see the outcome is and, and see what things is heading for. Y'all already see what things is heading for. You know what I'm saying? As this is why we're doing this serious podcast tonight, because it's it's not no game out here. It's never right. been a game. And, right. and 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 from here on out, it's gonna get more real. It ain't gonna get better. It's never gonna be how life was five years ago. So y'all better get that shit out your head. Right. It's, it's about to get so real that half of the people that's out and on this planet not gonna even about to be able to take what's about to be next. Yeah. That's but how you know, it's about to get. You know, I, I I heard this. I heard this quote from a, a partner of mine, right? And they said, hey, can you know what scam mean? When people say everything's a scam, they said it's because they're still confused about money. Right? Everybody that say the word scam is because they're still confused about money. That's what the acronym is a scam. And you know what poor means? Poor is not your pocket. Poor stands for passing over opportunities repeatedly to learn or earn. So because of that, it keeps you broke, which means that you're broken. Facts. And that's real. That's hard right there, 100. That's real. So, this whole budgeting game, right, is very simple, right? And budgeting is the three numbers, right? Not 50, 30, 20, right? <laughs> Write that down. It is 50, 20, 30 formula, all right? And if you Google it, it won't give you... It won't give you the it won't give you the breakdown of it. Right? They'll give you a game, but they won't give you the breakdown. And I'm gonna show you how to do Weight works is like this, right? The first thing you gotta know, you gotta know your net pay. I think I'm gonna flip around my camera and actually do it, John. I'm gonna show the, I'm gonna show them right here, you know. Let me, let me flip it around. I'm gonna treat you guys like a like a class today. Visuals, man. Here we go. Visual people. All right. Here we go. So I'm trying to hold this thing and, and write at the same time. So the way it works is like this. You got to draw four boxes, right? Like this. When you do your budgeting every time, just draw four boxes, just like this, right? And then what you're going to write down at the top, you're going to write down your net pay. So you guys know your difference between net pay and gross pay. Net pay is what you take home money, right? So let's just say that you made three grand a month. Right? Let's say you take home three grand a month after taxes. Let's say that your monthly bills is twenty four hundred a month, right? So right off the bat, you can see that yes, I could pay my bills. That's no question. I make three grand, I could pay twenty four hundred. That's not the problem. Right? The problem is understanding this. It's understanding what do you do when you have all this. So the first thing you gotta do is run the formula. You gotta know how to pay the bills. Right, so the formula says, Remember, it's called I know someone just asked a while ago, it's called the 50 30 20 budgeting formula. All right, so the way it works is like this once the bills, once you get the bills, the formula says you got to take your net pay, which is the three thousand dollars, times it by the 0 0.50 when it comes to the bills because that's what the 50 is for the 50 percent. 50 percent of your money should go towards your bills, right. So if you make a net pay of 3000 times by 0 0.50, that gives you $1,500. So when you look at this, you say, man, 50% of my money can't pay all my bills. Dude, 95% of Americans can't do that. That's the facts. 
So when you feel like 50% of my money don't pay all my bills, that's okay. Just know that 95% of Americans can't do that either. So ultimately, the next step is, hey, I just got to keep going. So then you got to look in the spending bracket. So how do you look in the spending bracket? Then you got to look at the same thing again. Take your formula, your net pay, times it by 0 0.30, which is the 30 in the formula right there. So now you take that 30% and that 30% give you $900, right? Then you got to go back again. You go back in the savings bracket now. The savings bracket is the 20% right here, right? So now you're going to take your net pay again. $3,000 times that by 0 0.20. That gives you $600. So what you got to do at this moment, once you get all the money on the table, right? Once you get all the money on the table, you got to look and see where should I take the money from to pay my bills. So if I ask the question, where should we take the money from? Should we take the money from our spending box or the savings box to pay the bills? What do you guys think? Right? Comment, comment right now. What do you guys think that's watching? Where should you take the money from? Should you take it from the spending box or should you take it from the savings box to pay the bills? Where should you take the money from? Shit. Because if you say the spending box, you're right. So I'm going to say spending, definitely. Right. You're supposed to take it from the spending box. Right? You got to cut back on that spending and live in a lifestyle that you can't afford to live right now to live a lifestyle later that you could really have people dreaming about. Right, because if you add this nine hundred here, plus the fifteen hundred, the bills is paid. The bills is paid, right? But then you look at the spend, the the, the savings box, and say, "Well, Keon, what about this twenty percent that I got here?" Well, let's look at the results. What's the result of saving? The result is that you're gonna break down this twenty percent that you got right here into ten, five, five. Why? 10% is what goes towards your retirement money. So in this case, half of this 600, half of this 600 is what? $300. So you save 300 towards retirement. Right? Then the other 5% right here, this is for the emergency fund. How many of us have emergency fund? It shouldn't be your credit card. Our emergency fund needs to be money that we put away. So in this case, 5%, what's half of the 300 right here again? Well, that's 150. And then the another 5% here is for you to spend, which is another 150. This is what your budget should look like. Before you spend and save, you should know what you can spend. So the question is, can, how many of you guys can live on 5%? How many of us could discipline ourselves and say, I'm not going to spend over 5% on my budget for the month? Or even, are you in a position to spend? Because this $300 that you're putting away is towards your what? Retirement. Right? This is put, putting towards your retirement. Because if you're not saving for your retirement, what's going to happen to you when it comes down to retirement? You're going to be working until 72 or 72 to 80. Right. Understand? And we weren't born to work to die. Right. That wasn't the plan. Hell no. Right? Hell. So once we get the budgeting in place, now you have this $300 to work towards what? The FIN number. Now this money's being applied to your FIN number. Right? It's getting applied to your FIN number now. Because now you're putting money towards your final income number for retirement. 
Right? So now, here's the thing, though. Now that you know how much can I save towards my FIN number, here's the thing. If we're not building a financial foundation, let me tell you something, guys. Don't let nobody tell you nothing else about finance. Everything is about creating a foundation. Don't mind my spelling. I ain't the best speller, but I know this finance shit. Right? So, <laughs> so, that's it. so here's the thing. Right? <laughs> creating this financial foundation, right? This is the goal. Because everything in life, you got to have a goal and a plan, right? If you don't have a goal, or better yet, if your goal without a plan is just a wish. A goal without a plan or an action plan is just a wish. We can't be wishing our way to success and wealth. We got to build it. So that's why everything we're creating the financial foundation starts with the first thing. It's like building a house. It starts with protection. Right? It starts with protection. You got to have protection in place. Now, what protection am I talking about? Well, you got to protect yourself about three things. You got to plan for if you're deaf, for deaf. You got to plan for health problems, and you got to plan for a disability. Right? These are the three things you got to plan for. You got to have protection in place. These are the three things that you got to have in place first. So, what must you have in place for if you die too early? You gotta have what? Life insurance. You gotta have life insurance in place, right? That's one. But you also gotta make sure that you have final expense insurance as well. You gotta make sure that you have a will. You gotta make sure you have a trust. All of these things must be in place before you die because did you know when you get your life insurance? Your life insurance does not pay out within 48 hours of you passing. How are they going to pay for your funeral? The final expense does. This is what pays out within 48 hours of you passing. If you don't have a will in place, how are your family going to know who gets what and where's your stuff? Who's going to take in, you know, control over your kids if something happens to you? You don't want the court to start making decisions for you. And then whatever assets do you own, do you have a trust to protect it? Because this is where you can pass down your trust into someone else. It's called a trustee to a successor. And you can have a living trust. It's called an irrevocable trust. Right? It costs you less than, you want to be honest, it's about $500 to $1,000 to put together a trust and a will. We spend more than that on stupid stuff. Right? And this little trust can save your family from losing 40% of their money, of their family wealth. Imagine a trust and a will could save your family from losing 40% of the family's asset. That's an inheritance money. We need to start passing down wealth and not yeah. death. Exactly. Right? So this is why you also got to know the difference when it comes to your health problems. You got to know the difference between having an HMO versus a PPO health insurance. Right? Yes, HMO might be cheap, but what is the deductibles? You got to know what's your deductibles. PPO might be expensive, but it doesn't limit to you to what kind of health care you could get. Right? And then when it comes to disability, do you have long-term care? LTC. Do we have long-term care in place? Because if you can't perform 
Five acts of living mean that you can't clothe yourself, feed yourself, transport yourself. Who's going to come in and take care of you? If you know people that are CNA, long-term care money is what paying them are people paying out of pocket because they never had long-term care in place. You see, this is a game changer because no one is teaching us about putting together a foundation right. 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 right? Exactly. This is so important because here's the thing. Once you put together protection in place, but protection doesn't just stop here. Home insurance, car insurance, pet insurance, renters. How many of us have renters insurance? If your apartment flooded out right now or the house that you're renting flooded or caught on fire right now, don't you believe, don't you stop or think for a second that your landlord insurance will pay for your stuff in that house? It does not pay for it. His insurance only covered the frame of his house. Or the apartment. But the stuff inside of the apartment is not covered by his insurance. That's why you got to have renter's insurance. And it costs you less than $22 a month. Sometimes $10. It's very inexpensive. You get a $500,000, $50,000, $100,000 coverage on your belongings in your house. So if, you, if your place flooded, you, you, you got robbed, you will have that money there waiting. And you report that claim and you get that money back. You get that bread back. Right? So we got to understand it costs us less than $120 a year to get a $100,000 policy on our house. And if someone trip and fall in your house and they sue you, do you have protection against that? Your rent insurance does that. Right? Right. This is what's incredible. But here's the thing. Once you put the protection in place, the next thing we got to do Let's create the next layer. We got to start tackling debt. Right? We got to learn how to pay down our debts. And if we're going to pay down our debts, we got to learn how to do that properly. Most people consolidate their debts or bankrupt their debt, which hurts their credit. You know, let me tell you something. Cash is king, but credit is queen. Cash is king, but credit is queen. They're equal. They're equal. Because cash is dying, but credit is building. Dude, I came in late on the credit game. My fiance is a beast of credit. Her brother's a beast of credit. I've been learning more about credit, other, leveraging credit more than anything else. I've been working on my credit, man, like crazy. Right? And I realized that when you're debt to income ratio, that plays a very major role. But you can't increase your credit line and keep spending above your limit, too. You got to keep that debt down or eliminate it or learn to manage it. So I teach people how to manage your debt. The way you manage your debt, guys, is this. Number one, you make a list of all your debts, right? Make a list of all your debts. Once you make a list of all your debts, start putting an extra 50 to to $100 towards that debt, right? And start paying off the small debt first. Pay down the small debt first. Put that extra 50 or $100 towards that small debt and pay, pay, pay. And once you finish paying off that first small debt, whatever you are paying, let's say that the first debt was originally you're putting $25 towards it, right? And you added an extra $50 towards it. So now you're putting $75 towards the small debt, right? Now when you finish paying off that small debt, add that $75 to the second debt that you have. Don't say, oh, I freed up $75. I can spend this now. No, 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 no. You keep rolling it up. That's why it's called the debt roll-up program. You keep paying down that debt until you become debt-free. Right. 
things, right? That's sharp, my dude. That's sharp. And you can't keep adding on more debt to that, right? Here's another thing. We got to come here and add another layer. You know what this one's called? Emergency funds. Why must we save an emergency fund? We got to make sure that the money that we save up here in our budgeting, we got to start putting that money away. Why? Why Why do we got to do this? We got to have at least three to six months of money put away for emergencies. Three to six months. So if an emergency happened, if you lose your job, if your car got broken out, the water boiler broke or whatever happened, you have three to six months of money put to the side. That's the goal. But let's be realistic. We need at least one to three years of money set to the side for emergencies. Right? And then ultimately, it comes up here. The last pillar, invest. Right? That's the last, that's the roof. This is the roof to the financial foundation. Investment. But in order for us to invest, we got to know two things. We got to understand taxes, and we got to understand risk. You got to know the three ways your money gets taxed, and you got to understand your risk tolerance, right? If you don't know your risk tolerance, that's important to learn before you start investing your money. This is two questions very wealthy people ask. What's the risk and what's the taxes I got to pay? Rich people don't like to pay taxes. They let poor people pay it. That's the reality, guys, right? They don't pay taxes, we do. So this is why when it's all said and done, right? how can we win? How can we win if we want to invest our money? Investing money, guys, is understanding taxes, right? And once you understand taxes, you know where to put your own money. But here's the thing, right? For all my note takers on the call today, right? If anybody could guess what are the three ways money gets taxed, right, in America, because there's only three, I'll give you a free coaching program, two-month free coaching, two-month free coaching, right? If you could guess the three ways that money gets taxed in America when you need it on distribution, I will give you free coaching for two months, Right? Two months. Right. You got free coaching. Well, You're going to learn all of this. Y'all got three minutes until comments. we do the questions. Y'all got three minutes until we do questions and answers before we get to uh, 8.50. So you right. heard what I'm saying. If you so got, real quick. You a, real, real quick. quick. So if you, if, if, go ahead. If you, if you could drop that in there. That's, real seen, quick. You've seen the knowledge in, in, the, in the things you got tonight. So if you could get that for two months for free, imagine... Right. Now, 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 here's the thing. I, I didn't tell you guys this, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to be very nice. I'm, I'm in a real suave mood tonight. But, but, but before I do this, I want everybody to send out this video right now. Tell them to get on this real quick. There's a giveaway about to happen. I have a giveaway, guys. Thanks. Hit them, hit I'm about to give away. Add somebody shares. on here. I'm about to give away something. Share this right now. Tell a friend. Get at least five more people, 10 more people on this call. If I don't see this thing go up to 10, I'm not going to give away this. I'm going to give you a hint. It's going to be free coaching for everybody if we get it up to 10. Everybody on the call, if I get this, up, if this call go up to 10 people, 
right now in the next two minutes, right? I'm going to give away free coaching to everybody that's on the call. And all you got to do, I'm going to add my number here, John, so that way they can text me. Text me your email address. Yep. Right? But only way this is going to work if we get up to 10. And everybody that joined is going to get free coaching for the next two months. Right? And I'm going to you guys a whole lot of game. Right? So text your email address. But the only way you're going to get back a text from me, right, is when we reach the, when we get to 10. But until then, let me show you what I want to show you next. Taxes, right? Now, you see the thing about taxes, guys? It's tax now. There's tax later. And there's a way where you get taxed never. These are the three ways your money gets taxed when you need it. How many of you in the chat, comment right now. How many of you learn about the never part yet? Have you guys ever learned how to get never taxed on your money? Right? Because 85% of the population save and invest their money where they get taxed now. 10% of the population save and invest their money where they get taxed later. And it's only 5%. Only 5% of Americans know how to not pay taxes on their money. Only 5%. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. What does it mean to get taxed now? The money is called taxable money. Right? Taxable money is where you get taxed now. Tax later is called tax defer. Right? And then tax never is called tax advantage. Right? That's what it means. But the problem is no one never teach us how to get these things done. Right? No one never teach us how to get these things done. Right. So this is what we got to understand is this, right? Taxes is literally a triangle. And it's either we understand the triangle, what's going on. It's a movement. It's a movement of money. Right? This is what it looks like. It's a movement of money. So the tax now bracket here is where people put money into stocks. They put it into bonds. They put it into CDs. They put it into mutual funds. We call it MFs. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's where 85% of the population save and invest their money. Right? But what they don't know is that every time they make money in these vehicles, right, they got to pay what's called capital gains tax. So they got to pay on every earning in here. And they, they, they send a 1099 report to the IRS and they send one to you as well. So every time you make money, they got to pay it. That's called after-tax money. They're going to tax you on this money right here. So every time you make money, here I hear people say, well, stocks, real estate, that's cool. But you're going to pay taxes on every earnings. So every year you make money here, you got to pay taxes, 1099. So this is why a lot of the 85% learn how to come over here so where they get taxed later, right? And then when they get taxed later, they use things like 401k, 43b, 457s. Anytime you see anything with a 4 in front of it, it's just a tax code. It's not a retirement plan. It's an IRS tax code. IRS tax code. 
And because of these tax codes, it means it comes with rules. That means you can't take your money out before 59 and a half. And if you do, you lose 10% plus you got to pay taxes. And that means that you don't take the money by 70 and a half. You're going to lose 50% because you failed to take out the required minimum distribution. Right? These are the taxes. And that means every withdrawal that you take out after 59 and a half, you got to be taxed as ordinary. Ordinary income. You know what that means? That means that if you're taking $5,000 a month from here, at the end of the year, they're going to tax you on that $5,000 every month. And at the end of the year, on top of that, they're going to tax you as if you make $50,000 for the year as well. You got taxed twice, two times. Right? That's what the tax later bracket does. But then most people from here, they get a little bit of information like tonight, and they get moved up to here, and they learn how to leverage taxes. They learn how to leverage taxes because this is where they learn how to not pay taxes, never, right? So they learn about things like a Roth. They learn about things like municipal bonds. They learn about things like cash value life insurance, right? This is what they learn about. But the problem is that with a Roth, the most you could put inside of it is anywhere from 5,500 to 6,000, right? And then the thing is this, you can't touch the money until 59 and a half. Still, those rules apply. Municipal bonds, they don't give you enough interest or rate of return to keep up with inflation. And then cash value life insurance doesn't have any of these problems. None. None at all. You don't have to worry about 59 and a half. You don't have to worry about 70 and a half. You don't have to worry about a certain limit of money that you can put inside of it. You don't have to worry about paying top of capital gains tax. You don't have to worry about none of that. None of that wouldn't cash back your life insurance. And here's another cool thing. You ready for this? You wanna know what's a real cool thing about this? Everything over here is considered an asset. Everything over here is considered an asset, right? Did you know that cash value life insurance is not an asset? So if someone wants to sue you, if someone wants to sue you, they could get access to all of this money here, but not your life insurance. Why do you think they can't touch OJ money? Why do you think OJ money can't be touched? Thanks. Because OJ <coughs> used something right in between the line. If you couldn't qualify for life insurance, we have teach people how to move their money from these brackets and move it here, and it's into something called annuities. Annuities is like a lawyer. This is how you protect your assets, because it's a reverse life insurance. Here's the thing about annuities that people don't know. There's another one called FIA. It's called fixed index annuity as well. A fixed index annuity or annuities in general, they give you the ability to put as much money as you want. There's no limit. There's no limit to how much money you can put inside of them. If you have a billion dollars, a trillion dollars, you can put in an annuity. There's a guy named Ben Bernanke who actually used to run the Federal Reserve. He put most of his money into annuities. Right? And then here's another thing. You could create a pension plan in there. It's called Income for Life, a lifetime income from it as well. Right? And here's the, you want to know what's really cool about this? Anybody sue you? Anybody try to touch your money? This annuity is untouchable. And it protects your money against probate. 
because it's an insurance product. But you see, nobody give us this game. Wow, hell no. Especially now that we got the <laughs> That's why this one right here, that's why this this episode is so important because and when me and Ruth was breaking it up, we was like, these are the ones that the people are on to because it literally it's, it's supply and demand and the whole thing because like so many people, especially within this chat, talking entrepreneurs, we're talking single moms, single dads, everybody need the guidance that you're giving to them. From a business standpoint and the terms of insurance and everything like that, to of course protecting yourself, life insurance and annuities and everything. Like this was the one. This was the one. Exactly. And to tell you the truth guys, that's not even the that's that's not even the iceman yet. That's not even the appetizer. Right. Right, right. I know that's just that. Like I said, like I told, I told them, y'all know how we come in each and every Sunday. We're going to give y'all enough to, we're going to talk about some things and we're going to give y'all enough to give y'all, leave y'all mind. You know what I'm saying? Saying going in the direction where you needed to be going. And that's growing. Looking for some growth. Uh, do some research, man. Get get into this. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. If you got to holler out, you got to reach out to me to get in touch with bro. Y'all see is I, I pinned the number. I pinned this um, IG name. Make sure y'all write it down. Um, hit his IG page up. You know what I mean? Any questions, he, he gave y'all the site. You, know, you, go, um, you can type the site in and stuff again. I'll, I'll pin it up real quick, too. But um, this is this is what's needed. Like I said, like this is a diverse podcast. We always going to give y'all some, some real talk. We're going to talk about real life things. But at the end of the day, we're going to give y'all something to get, something to grab onto. And um, something to build off, and you know what I'm saying, and and that's the main one of the main things is to be able to get something that you can build off and grow. You know what I'm saying, especially in this day and age. You know what I'm saying, like like you either rocking with somebody that's gonna give you the jewels and help you out, or you rocking with somebody that's not gonna tell you a motherfucking thing. Like you know what I'm saying, and they and they gonna leave you out there out there in that sea. So you know what I'm saying. So when when somebody dropping some and, and giving y'all some info that can really take you to the next level, man, grab that. Grab that info. Get that info. Do something with it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I bet it's going to help. It's going to help. You know what I'm saying? I thank the brother for coming on, for breaking it down tonight. The wealth gap, yo. It's time to break down the generational wealth gap, the generational curses. It's time to break all that down. Our ancestors, our elders, taught us and everything like that but it's, it's on us like right, I, said, right, right, right. I said but the wealth, we, got, we got now and we got next so what yeah, we right. doing with right. but you see the wealth gap is easy to be broken you know right and i, I was talking to a a, a a good big brother of mine you know very wealthy guy right black guy doing his thing his name is rory douglas look him up on instagram rory douglas right that's my big bro man give me mighty games right the thing about it is this one of the things that we we're talking about the wealth gap, right? And I said the way that we close up the wealth gap is by increasing education. Once people learn what I we were just talking about, and enough people understand taxes, dude, the wealth gap will close. Financial literacy is the way to close the wealth gap because the Black Wall Street are proving it. Yes, exactly. It already proven. That's why they tore that shit down. They dropped bombs on American soil. 
Right. That's what people don't. You know, I mean, people knowing that now because they just put it out, but but years ago, nobody really knew that. Been, you know what I'm saying? Certain of us that studied the way and know that, of course, I have because I got noticed that wouldn't let that even slide past my teachings. But now that all this stuff is coming out, now everybody is oh whoa, like it man, right. we into the history of your people. We didn't this shit didn't start with slavery. We didn't start right. off with just coming off of those ships working for nobody. You know what I'm saying? If, if we didn't put it together how we did, they wouldn't even came to enslave us. They would have left us where the fuck we was at. So y'all right. got to get to understanding too, like, this, it didn't just start from here. We just not trying to make it out of slavery. We, we trying to break that off of our back and, right. and, and break, like you said, and get this financial and this financial world thing. Because once we do get that, we start owning some things, then we right. start building and, and get our Wall Streets back. Have our stores right. and have our grocery stores and all that in our community. Don't have to go out to nobody else's shit to go shopping. You know what I'm saying? We could do right. like the Asians. We could do like the whites. We could do like all the rest of the people around the world. You know what I'm saying? But we got to get it together. We got to get it together. Y'all got to be willing to listen. Y'all got to be willing to break some cycles. You know what right. I'm saying? It's going to be hard. It ain't going to be easy. It ain't shit easy. Especially when you're trying to break something or something that you wasn't doing. It ain't, it ain't easy for none of us. But you got to be willing to get through it. And if you can't, Get with some people that's going to help you get through it. It's 857. I want to thank the brother for coming on again tonight. Thanks for the family for coming in, locking in. Like y'all said, y'all see the number up there. Y'all see the site up there. Uh, any um, questions, y'all know the DM. Uh, you know that. I'll give y'all peace. Let y'all give y'all peace before I uh, lock it down. It was a long time coming, Key. You already the business. You already know the business. Like once we we we, we agreed a long time ago that uh, we was going to shake the building no matter where we was, that no matter what we was doing. Once we on, we on, and we on. Right. And, and you know one of the things too, I want to give people the people right. Research real kings and queens because that's what we always been. One of the richest men in the world to this day, and he's been dead over hundreds of years. His name is Mansa Musu. It's richer than Jeff Bezos. Man, it's different than Elon Musk. You can put them together. It's still not as rich as he is. And that man was one of the richest man. He built the college named Timbuktu. He's the reason why there's a big mosque, right? He was a Muslim. And this man was so rich that when he was sharing his wealth, he almost crashed. He almost crashed economies because he was giving away so much gold and they were they were inflating the price. Ain't no way to do it. He just kept sharing it everywhere he went. He built a yeah. temple. Yep. You understand? Man, some moves. That's always been one of my biggest points. Like I'm tired yeah. of slave movies. I'm tired of all the the rebellion. They didn't make a movie about Mansa like Musa, you know. Like, let, let's let's oh, yeah, like movies where, where they start telling how we built the nation. Yeah. Literally, like oh, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. But let's talk about it. I'm in tune with some people that's working on it. Some some people. Yeah. That's that's a movie. Level that don't that's coming to those those coming, but it's eight fifty nine. I don't want them to shut the video down without zero right. and save it right. and putting it up on the YouTube. Yeah. So like I said, yo, thanks family for coming on. Thanks for the and locking in as they always do. You know we'll be kicking it more. Us three will definitely be building for some future videos for y'all. So this is not it. This ain't just a one time thing. Y'all know how we do. Peace. We love y'all. Y'all have a blessed night and get ready for the week. Have a Thanks. good day, guys. It was a pleasure, man. Always, brother. All right. Peace. Peace.